Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm enjoying a lovely cup of tea on a Monday morning. Is the boiler working? Didn't you have trouble with the boiler or was it the coffee machine that wasn't working a little earlier? The coffee machine is in the canteen here at Stakhanov HQ. Mm. The lovely chap, Alex, who runs it. Mm. um, Slowly. Huh? What? Slowly? He's a lovely. He runs it slowly, but yeah. he's a lovely chap. Yeah, he's a lovely chap. I think he's more of a sort of victim of the system rather than any of his <laughs> yes. own kind of. He's a symptom issues. rather than the cause, isn't he? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I that, yeah. And um, he was like, "Yeah, the coffee machine's broken." I was like, oh, "I don't want a coffee. Coffee. I just want a cup I of don't tea." Don't want a coffee, Alex. And actually, it's one of those things where you know that, like you, and you can imagine people. I get this a lot. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I know better. So I'm like trying to say to him, mate, I don't want a coffee. I know you've got a problem with the coffee grinder, yeah. but I just want hot water. Yes. So if you just press that button. Press the hot water button. Yeah, it'd be fine. And it took me a couple of minutes to convince him to, to, to go to off To try piece. it. And it's make, if anything, it's making the tea even nicer. Again, victim of the system. Because you were involved in the process of making it's it. harder to earn. Victim of the system. There was a woman who, on Twitter, did, she'd posted a video that her husband slash a partner had uh, made of him making the world's worst cup of tea. He puts the water into a cup. And then he puts a couple of sugars, I think. Then he puts milk and then the tea bag for about three seconds, whizzes it around and then pulls it out again. It, I mean, it doesn't not resemble one of your teas. You should go to one of the... Re- you should actually have to go to some kind of re-education camp for that. <laughs> this is episode 195 of the Luke and Pete Show. It's Monday the 19th of August. I'm Luke. I'm Pete. And uh, we'll take you through the next half an hour or so. Half an hour of your life wasted. Talking about a load of blabbering crap, (laughs) as per usual. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're a long-time listener, you've got no excuse to complain because we've done 194 of these already. Mm. Uh, If you're a new listener, I apologise in advance. I just worry we're hurtling towards 200 with nary a plan in action. Yeah, happened with 100, to be fair. (laughs) What did we do on 100? I knocked out the top five moments on the day and yeah. took you through them. Wow. I don't even think you remember we had a recording that day. No, I I, th- I, th- I mean, I do need uh, a memo when it comes to... Well, those people know. should get in touch. Hello at LukeandPeacher.com. What would you like us to do for the 200th episode? Yeah. Keep it clean. Keep it reasonable. Not um, doing a live show. Fuck off. We'll be <laughs> <laughs> and we will, we will do our very best to entertain, at the very least, the sensible ideas that you come up with. Yes, we'll entertain your notions. Entertain mm. your notions with Luke Moore. What's your, what's your, yeah, that's going to be the... Um, I, I hope I get a show like that one day. What? Just called Entertaining, entertaining Your Notions? Yeah. <laughs> I'll entertain your notions. <laughs> uh, what um, what have you been up to this weekend? I worked all weekend, pretty much. I managed Did to squeeze you? in a day trip to Cambridge, but I worked on Friday night and Sunday night. Uh, I worked both of those nights too, so I grew up, mate. I still managed to do talk radio, mate. 20 times harder. I did a request show. Oh, here's a song. A lot of moving parts, guys. Yeah, but you can talk for England. You're just a big gas bag. This is your show. This is literally your radio show. Um, hello, I'm Pete Donaldson. It's 11.53. Mm. Um, text me on this number. Why would it be 11.53? Well, this is what the time is now. I'm just oh, right. Okay, 11.53. Um, text me on this number. Uh, coming up, we've got a bit of stereophonics. But what about this number from The Killers? Mm. Burnt. Five minutes off. 11.50. 
It's Literally five like, minute break. The killers. How many killer songs are five minutes long? Back to back, mate. Pfft. What two killer yeah. songs? Yeah, a killer's double. How many killer songs are uh, five minutes long? I'll tell you. I'd say I'm about to Google there. All the ones off. All debut, the ones off. Hot fuss. None of that. None of them ones. There'd be like three and a half as those ones. Four four minutes maximum. I'm saying Sam's Town era killers would probably be about five minutes. Everything will be all right. Believe me, Natalie, and all these things that I've done are all plus five minutes. Right, okay. The only one there is a big refrain at the end of all these things that I've done. I'm, I'm I not got so, yeah. so, but I'm not Terrible. so... I quite like that one. <laughs> I do quite like that one. Um, the, that was one of the most top-heavy debut albums ever, but I quite like that tune. Mm. Anyway, sorry, Peter, you were saying you were doing something. I squeezed, something in, like. a, I squeezed in a film at Somerset House. Oh, cool. Uh, but it was raining. <laughs> Sat in the in in the chilly cold mm. in the wetty wet. Um, it was very nice. It was it, it was a lovely place to watch at cinema. I watched the film um, before sunrise. The sequel is called Beh- Oh, before the Ethan Hawke film. Yeah, I'd never heard of this movie series before. There's just two of them, isn't there? I think there's three. Oh, there are three. Yeah. Oh, the third one came along a lot later, though. I yes, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very yeah. good. I watched yeah. them years and years ago. But the I, first two. Anyway. Everyone says that they're brilliant, and I had no idea. They it's, 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 it's a, a they are from what I remember hmm. a rare example, and perhaps you can get Alex Zane on Clash of the Titles to talk about this better. But hmm. a rare example of a like a romantic drama that's actually really, really good. Like it's yeah. not smaltzy or boring or or kind of shallow they're both mm. they actually are very good from my memory i haven't seen them for years but that's my memory of them mm. i'd also like to recommend the return of mindhunter where a little wet boy and his big friend uh try and uh pre uh determine uh, or preempt murders pre-crime before they're done pre-crimes like mon- minority reports yeah something like that there was, um, there's been some scandal about that in the u.s over the last week or two what mindhunter a guy was arrested right for, uh, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but some law enforcement authority was intercepting conversations about something he was talking about planning on doing. Mm. A crime. Yeah. I do the crime. I do the crime. But he hadn't actually done it. Put but the he, baby in the oven. But he got arrested anyway. Right. So. Were, were they allowed to legally tap his phones or find this audio? Is it, I mean, it depends on whether it's legal to find that audio in the first place. If not, then no arrests should be made. This is a message. I keep an eye, though. This is a message to people who are listening in the US. For, for us... Brits, mm. when we see the news and the information we get from the US when it comes to, to law enforcement, mm. it's terrifying. <laughs> it's largely terrifying. Not always. for us, we're white. Yeah, well, that is a problem. But <laughs> we, you know what I mean? It, it, feels, yeah. it feels quite scary. Yeah, it just seems to be everyone's got a bit of a, bit of a hair trigger. Uh, and the ones that, yeah, it, it's just all very scary, quite frankly. And uh, Frequently racially motivated, and there was a brilliant, there was a brilliant uh, clip of in Russia uh, a bloke driving his car. He's filming himself uh, getting pulled over for um, using his mobile phone while driving. Right, uh, and the female police officer comes up and says, uh, "Can I get your license and stuff?" And he said, "Oh, why have you stopped me?" He said, "She says uh, because you've um, you were driving while using your mobile phone." And he said, "What this?" And picks up his mobile phone and eats it. He'd made a cake version of his iPhone just to piss off he's a, planned that he's planned that but also you're still getting arrested you're still using your right hand for a mobile phone you know what I mean yeah. like so you're still you're still doing the same thing that you would be doing even if you were arrested where's the for, evidence yeah. though <laughs> Actually, yeah, he's eating it isn't he? he's eating it it's true yeah that is that if is... you eat a weapon afterwards if you can like chow down a, a claw hammer what a deviant like, <laughs> he's actually made that cake so imagine the situation he made several so he's clearly done a few runs his wife's come in yeah from the, what are you from doing, the shop Steve? what are you up to oh, I was just baking a cake oh that's oh, unlike well, you yeah. well, it's a funny 
sort of arrangement of uh, different colour ice frostings you've got there. <laughs> oh, yeah, because what I'm doing is I'm making a phone. It's a mobile phone. Cable. Right, why are you doing that? Is it for a children's party or something? Yeah. What a nice thing to do. No, it's for this. Pathetic. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> this marriage is finished. Get out. Oh, I spent a good... Uh, speaking of uh, oblong-shaped things, uh, terrible link, I know, uh, but there is an airport in Japan. I'm obsessed with the mascots. Uh, Mondo Mascots is a great Twitter page uh, you should all follow, uh, where it's just weird uh, mascots, unofficial and official mascots of different prefectures, pref- uh, different towns, different companies, industries, things like that. Everybody in Japan has got uh, a little mascot because they're a bit of a moneymaker. The, the, the cuter they are, yeah. uh, the, uh, the, the better they are. Kumamono. You're my really mascot, good... Pete. Cheers, mate. Is it Kumamoto? Kumamoto is the place, and Kumamoto is the uh, bear thing that is the mascot for that part of of this of the country, I think, or it might be the reverse. Uh, and he's made like billions of pounds just because he's so cute. And the the prefecture just said, "Look, you can have uh, the image of Kumamoto. Use him as you would." Uh, and and he's become very popular. There's right. some really like Domokon's really big for the NHK TV uh, company and stuff. But. Um, there was this one that's like an airport and the mascot for this airport is really remote airport in the middle of Japan uh, is a, uh, a landing strip. It's literally just a, just a runway with hands that's got planes for hands. It looks terrible. <laughs> it's got eyes. Yeah, it has got eyes. Yeah. It looks fucking awful, Lou. It's just sticking eyes and hands on things. I know. It's just awful. We should do that. We should <laughs> well, do I found a place in France that does uh, like pre-made customizable. Uh, mascots so like for like uh, half, a, half a grand 500 right. quid in all money um, you can buy your own half a grand half no a one gr- says that half a grand it's a monkey it's, it's a, a monkey, monkey. alright for a monkey you can buy a, a monkey probably um, <laughs> with, uh, with with like c- certain custom modifications they make these things to order but they're actually well put together they look like um, official World Cup mascots for example running around could, so we should you, have a could you get one for the Football Ramble Live tour oh, Football Ramble Daily Live be, could we do that 500 quid is that that would be eating into the minimal profits. I reckon if we split it between us, we get expensive. It wouldn't flag. It wouldn't flag. <laughs> it wouldn't flag, yeah. yeah okay. We split it between four of us. It All right, flag. Cool. <laughs> um, I, I forgot to say to you that um, yesterday, so yeah. I've, I, I, I go to a hairdresser's called, Ooh, or a salon hairdressers. called. Do they put hairspray in your hair? Well, I'm about to talk Ooh. to you about that. Listen, if there's one person I know that uses <laughs> more hairspray than anyone else, it's Ooh. you, Pete. Yeah, Dawson. it's terrible. I mean, honestly, my bathroom, after a few months, is just kicked. Just chlorofluorocarbons. Yeah, just just st- sticky, sticky mess all over the place. Yeah, but what about the hairspray? What about the hairspray? Hey? <laughs> anyway, so I was in the hairdressers. What do you call it? A salon? I guess a salon, isn't it? Barbers, I guess. I go to, yeah. And there's, no, it's not a barber because a barber's like a man's only, isn't it? Okay. So I go to Pop in West Norwood. Right. And it's run by Pop. a lady called Poppy. And that's ah. why it's called Pop. And she's very lovely. And I like her to cut my hair because she's good and mm. she's really friendly. And uh, she runs, it's a family run thing with her mm. husband, Cell, and they've got a son called Kobe. And he's mm. always playing around in a little uh, play area at the back. Cool. Um, anyway, she's always really, really nice, and she's as a result, she's very popular. So it takes me ages to get a, get an appointment, mm. and I was able to get an appointment yesterday, which of course was on a Sunday, which is yeah. a bit annoying. The Sabbath. I wanted to watch the cricket and the football mm. and all the rest of it, but anyway, I go there, a bit flustered because yeah, you know, I didn't really want to go on a Sunday. Blah blah blah. Get there, um, and uh, she's oh yeah, I'll be with you in just a second. I'm um, I'm just bleached. She's she's putting highlights in like a woman's hair or something, mm. and so I sit down, wait, wait, wait. She brings over a cup of tea, go and sit down. And she, I could tell, you know, when you could, it's almost like the coffee machine thing again. I could tell that she's, um, her mind's kind of drifted somewhere else. Yeah, she's thinking about something else, right? You worked with me for too long. Yeah, quite. And not, not joking. She starts spraying what she thinks is water in my hair. Yeah, turns out to be vinegar from cleaning the mirrors, <laughs> which inexplicably is in the same bottle. color bottle as the water spray. Yeah, and she's, she's like. 
she looks at me and I'm, and I'm thinking, what have you done here? Is this, is this like it's acid or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, Luke, can I just bring you through to the uh, hair washing bit? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, I just want to wash your hair. Okay. Because I don't have my hair Oh, wash. she didn't admit that she did. No, she did. She, she just oh, did. She, she went, oh, trip. by the way, I accidentally sprayed vinegar in your hair. Did she so do it in like kind of like a, sorry, look, I've just put vinegar in your hair. But, yeah. And then she went, but apparently it's very good for your hair. I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah you, you do it all the time, do you? Yeah. yeah. I now, said, now drink this delicious blue cocktail. I was like this. Fine. <laughs> but what I did say. I'm not a big chip, even though I smell like one. Bit of feedback. Um, no. Can, can you perhaps put the vinegar in a different coloured squeezy bottle? <laughs> be a bit easier. She's like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Shouldn't take did it. You actually, did you actually tell her that? I didn't tell her. I just said, what are you, why is it in the same colour bottle? As a joke. Yeah. Quite a passive aggressive joke. A little but bit passive aggressive. But you know yeah. what I mean? You've got to make a joke of it. It was British. What yeah. am I going to do? Just sit there crying. <laughs> well, you don't have to cry at all. Just, I mean, it's an honest mistake. Bit of vinegar. But Pete, if it was you didn't know Alan Pardew any. He said uh, Ian Wright once said to me that Alan Pardew uh, is obviously his mate, and he said uh, he uh, he was the first person to tell him that you could like sort of slightly bleach your hair if you put lemon, lemon in your hair. Yeah, lemon that was all the rage at my school. Yeah, um, in the sunshine. Pete, if that had happened to you in the hairdresser, you would have been apologising to her for it happening. I would punching yourself in the face, <laughs> giving her three hundred quid. Thank and, you. And I working am, for I her am free British. for like three months, and that's why I think that we are better off alone. You you go. Don't worry about it. I do it all the time. Opened it <laughs> down <laughs> the vinegar. <laughs> I do do that all the time. Yeah. I had uh, red peppers and vinegar last week. Yeah, that's you can perfectly never just fine. Eat, yeah, you, can, you can't just eat one though, can you? I ate the whole jar and I was trumping like a good one the next day. Absolutely disgusting. How many Trumps were talking about here? They were, they were uh, thermonuclear. They were disgusting. How many do you reckon? 15 easy. <laughs> In three hours. It was disgusting. I was just a big smelly mess. But yeah. they're so good. But I know what it does to my body. Yeah, I can't really eat curry anymore. Of the, oh really? It, I doesn't think, it doesn't really sort of affect me that bad, uh, that kind of thing. But uh, maybe I'm maybe you're not going to get that with karma. <laughs> no, maybe not. Got and half a Chinese left in the fridge. Got to have that when I get home. Woo! You didn't have your Sunday night Chinese last week. No, I didn't actually. No, Why I, think not? I, had a, I think I had a Monday night. I'm on drive time at the moment, so like I get home. What do people do when they get home at like seven o'clock? Because I'm not used to getting home at seven o'clock after doing a bit of work. I'm usually going to work at about ten p.m. So yeah. like you finish at seven, you're like. Ah, right. Uh, well, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, I've got the creeping fear of the Ramble videos to produce for Ramble Live. Yeah. But, I mean, I can sort that. I can do that. But Or I could just sit and watch YouTube while eating a Chinese. Procrastinate. Mm. I, I feel like the routine thing is difficult. With, mm. with um, When I first moved from working like a full-time traditional job to mm. this, it was hard because you don't have a routine as much. Um, but also now I'm doing radio shows as well. Like last night, I presented Trans Europe Express. Yeah. Which is... Obviously, it's a big show for, for 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 that station because it's a it's one of the more thoughtful ones, and mm. they kind of hang their hat on it. And it was presented by the great Danny Kelly, of mm. course, and he's not doing it this season, so they asked right. him to come in and do it just for the first one. And um, so that all the stress of that, which is, I think part of the reason I was on edge about my hairdressing appointment. But so, <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, you see what I mean when you get a bit nervous about something. It's on your you mind. You don't want vinegar it? in your hair. Well, it's not a great preparation, is it? Andy Brassett turns and he goes, "Sorry, Lars, can you smell vinegar?" Yeah. But um, but the um, yeah, the thing I was going to say was, but not only that, it starts at nine and it goes through till midnight. So you have this idea that you can't really eat. Your, I suppose you can eat your dinner. But you have you have the meeting at like seven o'clock, so it's hard to have the dinner. Right. And then when you're finished at midnight, the trains are done. Yeah. So you have yeah, to get yeah. a cab back. Yeah. And it makes you feel sick in the back. Anyway, the routines is an important All over thing. The shop. Yeah. It is a difficult one, and plus, especially when you come in the next morning early. But anyway, we can are I, very fortunate to do interest, what we do. So. Can I interest you? I'm not. I'm, I'm sick of everything. I want to. I want to leave. Um, can but I, I introduce you? Fucking Huel. Leave. 
Kind of interesting that huge. Well, the big stuff. guy from Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, it's like uh, it's like a new Silicon Valley kind of um, food. It's not new, um, but it's made from peas and it's yeah, fucking I've, disgusting. There was a couple of guys into it. At, um, was there? I bet they were smelling the place. When I worked up. at Betfair, yeah, they oh, were um, the into it. Yeah, the yeah. kind of guys that like they're a bit younger. They're yeah. on the grad program at Betfair, which is quite a, quite a well-respected grad program, right? But they're all just into pumping iron, yeah, and they've got nothing interesting to they say. Just eat fuel. Yeah, and they just have fuel. Have you ever had the? Uh, I had this breakfast fuel. Something was horrible, absolutely foul. Um, but, but surely you still get hungry. Surely you still get hungry though. That's the thing because your stomach gets hungry. But it's got nothing, no food in it. I think, and I, but I think it's it's not even a diet thing. It's just a. Uh, I don't have time to eat. I am. It's just fuel. We should. It's perfect for me because obviously I hate the fetishization of food. But uh, it is just a powder that you mix with water or whatever and make like a little milkshake, and it give, provides all of the protein and all of the ingredients and nutrients you need uh, in one little packet. But it just seems a bit joyless. <laughs> it feels like an extension of that weird Silicon Valley routine that the people mm. who run those big companies do. Like yeah. when, when like Jack Dorsey's like. Hour of yogurt at 3, 3 a.m. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's yeah. like, Mark Zuckerberg only kill, eats animals he's killed himself, otherwise he won't eat them. And, mm. and Jack Dorsey does an ice bath for four and a half minutes at mm. two degrees, and, and then he just sleeps for three hours, and then he you know touches mm. a statue of a Buddha and <laughs> rubs a grape up his bum hole, and, and antioxidants have some dealkalized almonds or something like that. Nice, you know? I'll let them learn all of this. Yeah, it's that I kind of thing. Isn't yeah, it, it yeah. really is. It's but, but, but you can do it for a lot cheaper than that in, in a real life scenario. <laughs> Have a sandwich. Have a sandwich. Look, I'm, not, I'm not regularly in a position where I can give any sort of Nutritional advice to anyone, but right. I have lost forty pounds in the last five months. That's and, a lot. And I've done it by maintaining a healthy calorie deficit, mm. and it's it's easy. A calorie deficit, and I can say it's easy because I've fucking done it. All right, <laughs> all right, mate. And there's nothing special about me, Pete. Let's have a break. All right, come back. I've got an email about um here about uh, animals on the moon. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ooh. Oh, well... Who wants to live forever? Who wants to live forever? Certainly not me. Mm. Do I want to live forever? Mm. I'd quite enjoy it, I reckon. 
You already told me you hate life at the moment. No. And you're well, bored and you want to leave. Around. I want to be like Spike from Buffy. <laughs> I'm, I'm re-watching Buffy at the moment. Hello, I'm Spike. I'm British, Don't spoil me. Don't spoil me. I, I can't... Re- look, look, I can't remember what happened last week to Luke and Peachy. I'm not going to remember what happened to Buffy. We're four episodes into the first season. A, there was a bit of a love triangle between him, Buffy and what's his name? Me and the lovely Hello. Uh, Mrs. Lukey. Hello. Loki, I'm Spike from Buffy and I talk like this. The good thing is the watcher in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in no way a stereotypical exaggeration of an Englishman. Uh, is that uh, Niles? Giles? Anthony Giles. Head. He's called Giles. Yeah. Oh. He's always terribly Hello. apologetic. Hello, I am. Um, I just put vinegar in my hair. <laughs> it's, I smell like a big chip. <laughs> I didn't put I it in my like hair. I smell like some Inari sushi. I do like Inari sushi, if um, anyone was wondering. <laughs> Hello at LukeandPeach.com is the email address. Jack's been in touch, um, yes. and he says, Hi Luke and Pete, with all the recent chat about the moon in the wake of the anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission, I wondered if you'd come across this story. An Israeli spacecraft crash-landed on the moon in April, mm. and what's interesting about this particular spacecraft is that it was carrying an unusual cargo. and a, It was carrying a collection of tardigrades, sometimes Ooh. referred to as water bears. These were placed on the spacecraft as part of a lunar library, effectively a backup for planet Earth containing records of human knowledge and biology. The Archmission Foundation, which organised this, wants to send these out to various solar system locations in the event of a life-ending event um, occurring on Earth. As well as this information, they also sent some of these water bears, which had been dehydrated and encased in amber. Huh. These are extremely tough creatures and have likely survived the crash landing and are currently trapped alone on the moon. Oh. Um, is that Luke and Pete show willing to promote water bear rights and campaign to have these creatures rescued? Well, it's, it's very interesting because I looked up water bears, these tardigrades, and they are fascinating little things. They're, so they're smaller than a millimetre in diameter. They're able to essentially, essentially die mm. and then reanimate. Mm. So they reduce themselves to something like 0.01% of their um, metabolism mm. and they can stay there for years and years. Can't they live in like sulfur, like really high yeah. sulfur so, situations? They are. Um, they're they, almost indestructible. I am recommending not doing that because water bears, uh, if you ever looked at one, are disgusting. And yeah, they, look like, they look like they're in the video game Half Life. Water bears are what we've left on the <laughs> fucking moon. It's disgusting. It's horrible. Yeah. So now we're not rescuing your fucking water bears. That's where they belong. Stay there. And I also found out on that mission that the, the, the spacecraft was. And it's ready space cost, as Jack said. Mm. But they tacked onto, I think, a private venture launch and and then got themselves to the moon in quite a weird way. Right. So rather than going the 250,000 miles directly there, as, yeah. as a lot of the Apollo Like an Uber did. pool. Sort of. Yeah. But they, they, used, they used the orbit of the Earth to kind of slingshot themselves there. Mm. So they ended up doing like 20 times the amount of miles they needed to do in the first place. Right, okay. Um, I don't know if that affected the reasons to why it crash landed because I don't think the boosters to give them a soft landing actually worked. No. So it smashed into the... Smash! Into the yeah. Only US, Russia and China have ever done a soft landing on the moon. Right. Apparently. Uh, so there so we go. The water bears are like, fucking hell, mate, that was a bit... Oh, turned out, Turned out the water bears um, had lied about passing their, their driver's test. <laughs> I was reading about, um, speaking of crash landings, um, well, great one in Russia, well done that, those pilots, good God. What happened there? Um, there was a bird strike, just have to take off, obviously, um, uh, cataclysmic uh, situation. Uh, for any pilot to deal with, uh, crash landed in a um, in a in a field next to the uh, airstrip. Excellent. All landing. lives saved. All lives saved. Couple excellent. of couple of nasty injuries, but uh, excellent work. Well are you mo- would you say you are most scared of bird strikes? Of all the things that could happen? Nah. Fuck it. <laughs> You're not scared of anything, Pete. <laughs> nah. Um. I, well, there was. A, did I tell you about the guy 
who I think I might mention on the WhatsApp with Mihan Hill, uh, the guy in Japan in I think it was 1995 or something. He uh, he stabbed the captain of an ANA big Boeing flight kind of thing, right. um, big flight. Um, stabbed the captain, murdered him, and uh, took over the flight um, because he wanted to uh, fly the plane under the Rainbow Bridge. There's a Rainbow Bridge uh, meeting the mainland of uh, Japan. Tokyo in, in Odaiba and he wanted to fly this massive fucking plane under the Rainbow Bridge and it was it would have been spectacular I'm glad he didn't do it because everyone would have died but uh, that was his plan he wanted to fly it under the uh, under the Rainbow Bridge what happened to the fate of that plane what was the fate of the, it the uh, passengers and uh, stewards managed to take the knife off the mad bastard and uh, yeah well they landed the plane landed the plane but the co-pilot landed the plane the co-pilot was fine Blimey, Riley, that's yeah. a crazy dramatic situation. Yeah, but just the, just his plan was that he was going to fly it under the Rainbow Bridge would just, just, you know, blows me away. Yeah. Blows me away. Don't encourage it though, Pete. Don't encourage it. Don't encourage hijacking of planes. Got an email here from Scott Abercrombie, which is a beautiful, beautiful name. You look um, like a girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. Um, Luke and Pete, if your basement waterproof won't regale you with uh, tales from being in other people's houses, I surely will. I am a real estate appraiser. Uh, that is the plot of the first couple of episodes of uh, Mindhunter. So there you go. Sounds like the opening to featuring, a Bob Dylan song. I'm a real estate appraiser. Featuring Tim's new girlfriend from The Office. I don't know that. Tim's new girlfriend from The Office in series season two of The Office UK. Pam. Pam. No. Oh, t- oh, UK. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, she's uh, in it, is she? She's in it. She has okay. an excellent American accent. Okay. Uh, I've walked in on a naked woman in a bathroom. She knew I was in the house. She let me in. She knew I'd be walking around the house to have a look in every room. That old chestnut. Nice. Yeah. I've seen some videos. I smell a sitcom or a porn <laughs> film. Mm. I've stepped in dog poo on a kitchen floor. I've stepped in more wet spots on carpets in my socked feet than I care to mention, I guess, as a real estate appraiser. Yeah. It's only fair. That's why house shoes are a good uh, option. Uh, I have uh, awakened a homeless man in a vacant house. Luckily, I made out of the house without incident. I've been dive-bombed by a pair of barn swallows protecting their nest on a front porch. I have been in houses with obvious drugs and drug paraphernalia laying around. Also, pawn. Lots of pawn. If you if you were a real estate appraiser, mm. as in oh, we would call that an estate evaluate 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 here, right? Yeah, right. Uh, um, would you take a pair of slippers with you wherever you went and just stick them on when you got in there? Uh, you have to do a lot of taking your shoes off. Yeah, I'd take. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, or oh, those those stupid little um, shoes that um, silly runners wear that are like socks, but the, you can see the toes in them and they're rubber. Yeah, and they've got like a grip on the feet foot, gloves. Feet, feet gloves. Yeah, like feet gloves. Like those. I, I would I would have a pair of work slippers in the car. Right. And a pair of house slippers for home. <laughs> uh, I've also attached a picture of a painting that I came across at someone's house a few years ago. I know Pete will get a kick out of it. Uh, these types of paintings are far more common than I would have imagined. And uh, there it is. Looks like um, Theresa May in the nud. So it's just a, a, painter, a naked painting of someone who lives there, presumably. Uh, maybe. Or just an older lady having a little rest. Having a little sit down. In the nud nud. Yeah. Beautiful. That's when um, you know you're old, when um, you ask people what they've been doing. And, and they say, I have to sit down. So I'll, I'll, I have what, to sit oh, down. My, my grandpa used to say, this, Oh, what have I done today? Uh, did that, yeah. I had a bit of a sit down. Yeah. So that's not a thing, is it? That is a feature. Uh, well, in previously, my, that was a break in between things. In our busy lives, I think having a sit down is quite uh, rare, I'd say. I'm having a sit down now. I'm having a sit down now. <laughs> I just spend a lot of my time sitting down, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. We, used to, we, we are sedentary. And thanks for that, Scott. Scott's from Huntsville in Alabama, where I was earlier this summer. Alabama. 
Very uh, interesting place. I liked it in Alabama. Mm. I particularly liked the Space and Rocket Center. But I've told you all about that. Yes. Um, what about this? We could probably got time to squeeze this one in. I asked for emails around UFO sightings, unexplained phenomena, mm. preferably in the night sky. Mm. Um, this is a nice one from Toby, who says, uh, Gents, a few years ago on a late summer's eve, I was cooking a very late dinner after a gig at my flat in Woolacombe, North Devon. Woolacombe is a lovely part of the world. Lovely. Uh, when I popped outside to steal some herbs from my landlady's greenhouse. What kind of herbs? He doesn't say. What kind of herbs, big boy? And I looked up. The sky was completely clear. The stars were out in force and the air was still. But there was something odd. Mm. At first I thought it was just one. Just a single aeroplane or satellite or perhaps a shooting star. But as I stared harder, I realised what I was seeing. <laughs> Virtually all of the stars were moving westward in one huge galactic shift. Assuming I must be dizzy or drunk, I steadied myself and looked again. Nearly every star was moving, almost all at the same speed, in the same direction. What made this clearer were the few stars staying absolutely still as the others passed them at astonishing speed. If you can imagine being underneath one of the Empire's giant spaceships in Star Wars and thus all you can see are the lights on its hull and not the ship itself, that's pretty much what I saw. I checked Twitter to see if anyone else had noticed, but there was nothing. I did the same the next day, but still nothing. While I'm a massive sci-fi fan and would love this to have been evidence of alien spacecraft above me, I don't genuinely think this was the case. I almost certainly did not actually see what I thought I saw. And yet. The mind plays funny old tricks on us, and I hate to admit this is what happened, but as the adage goes, I want to believe. Thanks for the shows, Toby. I reiterate my question, what kind of herbs? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things flash up, don't they? The herbs. Yeah. Um, very late dinner after a gig. <laughs> That's not going to have been a sober affair, no, is it? No, no, yeah. exactly. Um, <laughs> I think there's a reasonable chance that Toby was, in fact, actually watching Star Wars. Yeah. I'm going to use the phrase, drink had been taken. <laughs> but I asked for that sort of kind of story, yeah. and I've got no and reason got to doubt him. I enjoyed his story. And you ever seen anything in the, in, in the night sky, Pete? Nah, fuck it. I remember going out once as a kid and, and seeing the um, a space, International Space Station going across. Nice. Or okay. some kind of satellite or something. Right. Interesting, right? Do they have to put lights on satellites? It's a good question. Like um, tall buildings. I, um, I presume so it's... avoid them. I presume it's the reflection of a star or mm. something. But would know. you have to? I mean, yeah. I'm not sure. There was, someone mm. took an amazing photo of the of the International Space Station it zoomed in and it looks amazing. It looks really massive and complicated in the sky. It's cool. Because I think people assume that with a telescope you can see all this stuff but you can't because right. telescopes are only any good for things that are static really. Yeah. Otherwise it's just impossible. Right. Um, but anyway. So I was moving. Can you, um, I just think the International Space Station could do with like a re redesign like an iPhone. Just, you know, it's just, make it have a cake. Just a mash. Just a massive like wires and pumps and Tubes. Do you reckon they send up? Do you reckon they do updates to it and stuff? Do you get Johnny Ives up do there? Do you reckon they do software <laughs> updates? <laughs> they probably do, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? It's crazy. Um, all right, cool. Let's get out of here, Pete. We'll be back oh, on Thursday, the 22nd of August, for episode 196, as that 200 comes rolling around the corner. Ooh la la. Um, what you got planned for the rest of the week, Pete? Um, gonna have a knife fight in the um, garden. And I'm gonna have a sit down. No. This has been a Stakhanov production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.